Hello and welcome to my new podcast called Innovation. Innovation was inspired by my previous podcast, Silence, where over the course of two years, I spoke weekly with 100 women from science, technology, engineering and mathematics, or STEM. My guests were always kept anonymous so that they could talk openly and honestly, and they really did. We discussed their experiences, what they've learned along their life journeys, and their hopes and ideas for living fulfilling and contented lives. The conversations on silence were always so raw and transparent, and surprisingly, we didn't just talk about STEM, but actually about everything else. The topics that tended to come up were also the same topics that I discuss with my own friends or my mentees or I'm asked about after I give a talk in schools and colleges. So I thought rather than keep these topics kind of closed and private, how about throwing them out into the world and letting everyone hear and engage in the issues that are clearly important to all of us? So I've sifted through all the episodes of Silence to bring you my favourite soundbites on a particular topic. Each week on Innovation, I'll be reflecting on the talking points that are actually pearls of wisdom from my 100 women in STEM that I found particularly thought-provoking, inspiring and empowering, and I hope that they resonate with you too. This week is all about self-doubt. If it, if it takes really long time and it paralyses you from... Uh, making decisions, acting mm. on them, that when I, I think self-doubt is, is, is a negative mm. thing and, and uh, uh, balancing yourself because that could affect your confidence, your capabilities to, to grow, to learn from mistakes. Really the purpose of doubt is to you understand that you always make mistakes. That from episode 87. So that's her take on self-doubt and I must say that it's something that I have always uh, suffered from, I guess, myself, where you're really constantly questioning yourself, second-guessing yourself and kind of always asking, you know, am I doing the right thing? Is this the right thing? I'm not sure if this is the right thing, you know, and... I wanted to break down self-doubt today because it's something that's come up a lot on silence and I think it's actually a character trait or habit of people that really want to do well and are ambitious and kind of push themselves really hard. And so because the guests on silence are such inspiring, accomplished women, a lot of them talked about self-doubt. I think the reason why it's so important to discuss it is because it can be really paralyzing. When I look over all the times that I've been in self-doubt, it's really kind of stopped me from doing things. It can almost paralyze me because I'm questioning something so much to the point where I actually don't even get something started. And that can be a terrible shame because I think a lot of people who have self-doubt are perfectionists and you know they can actually end up talking themselves out of doing something and in this episode I really want to sort of look at the various perspectives different women have on self-doubt and break it down and try and understand exactly what it is where it comes from why we have it and most importantly what to do about it this from my guest 
from episode 87 again. But when you doubt yourself is like, you know, this is the, um, the processor in your brain working and checking if actually like you could fix the mistake that you make or you could avoid making mm. it next time. Or if it impacts on people, you just clarify, apologize. Uh, because because that is, that is very important for, for the continuation of your work and the continuation of your Yeah, journey. so kind of use it as a tool. Self-doubt sounds quite negative. Um, the idea that you're doubting yourself doesn't seem to be a very optimistic or motivating force. Um, if someone was to say to me, I'm full of self-doubt, I would think, oh no, poor you, let's try and get you out of that. And what's interesting about what my guest says from episode 87 is that actually it's been quite a motivating factor for her. You know, she's used it to make sure that she always stays on the straight and narrow with her behavior or her grades or her ambitions And so it seems as though self-doubt has actually been quite useful in keeping her on track. And so that's actually a really positive thing. It seems quite useful to be able to have this little thing sitting on your shoulder or in the back of your mind, just always keeping an eye out for the way you conduct yourself through life. And so if I was to just base my assumptions on what self-doubt is from this perspective, I think actually it's a really good thing. But here's another perspective on self-doubt from episode 79. The person on the other side, as we go higher, doesn't have the bandwidth to Mm. clean the noise, right? Sometimes they just vibe in the room and we have to be very mindful of not having yeah. this self-doubt vibe when we are presenting. To be very like, no, I think I've done a great job. It's good. And somehow that is not inherent. In in a lot of girls and a lot of high performers like Alzi, like you mentioned and people I've met, um, and they are significantly high performing girls that I'm talking about. So... It's just ours, right? Uh, and I'd love yeah. to know what that silver bullet is, and I would love to give it to my daughters as well, mm-hmm. so that at least they come out shining out of it. It does seem like the older you get, the less you listen to those voices of self-doubt. I think that's certainly been my experience as well, is that when I was younger, I had less experience under my belt, Um I had less confidence because I was often doing things for the first time and didn't really know how I wanted things to go and what I was capable of and what was the right thing to do. And I think when you go through life clocking up experiences, you kind of get to that point where you're like, oh, I've seen this before or, oh, I've done this before and I know what to expect of myself. And I think often self-doubt is tied to expectations. We want things to go a certain way and we're not sure if it will. And so what my guest there does talk about from episode 79 is that, you know, the longer we're doing something, i.e. the more experienced we are, 
the less we listen to the negative feedback in our minds, you know, those voices that tell you that maybe this isn't quite right, maybe you're not really cut out for this, um, maybe you're doing it wrong, you know, those kinds of voices. And I love the way she describes it as noise or pollution, because actually a lot of that negative self-talk is really destructive but also necessary for making sure you do your best. I think it's a really fine balance. But sometimes the negative feedback can be really not constructive at all, and it can really hold someone back, as my guest in episode 91 conveys. I think I was afraid of it because I was doubting myself. Like, you're not good at maths, you're not good at this, you know. I think the worst thing about self-doubt is that it can really make you lose sight of what's important for oneself if you're doubting your own self it could sometimes mean that actually you're letting other people's opinions of you or other people's expectations of you um, get the better of you and I think that's quite dangerous territory I think it's important to really sort of check in with your community your inner circle um because, you know, we are living in a world with other people. But I think it's also really important to stay true to yourself um, in terms of what you feel is the right way to conduct your life with integrity and dignity. And so self-doubt can often make you question um, whether you, as a person, are doing things right and that can really sort of influence it can negatively influence the way you carry yourself in the world um marianne williamson often talks about dimming one's light and i think women really care about what other people think uh, more so than men that's been my experience and you know, maybe that's right, maybe that's wrong, but it does seem as though women really care about what other people think more than anyone else I know. And the trouble with doing that is you do end up kind of dimming your light or suppressing your potential or kind of being smaller than your whole self in order to be accepted. Doubt can do that. And I think when that starts to happen, uh, you're into sort of dangerous territory because you're basically not being your whole full self because of trying to measure up to the people around you. My guest in episode 94 talks about her experiences of this. No, you need to study. You need to get those high marks, those good grades. And that was really depressing, you know. Until then, I never felt myself being so incompetitive. I had lots and lots of doubts. I think we're often living in a very competitive environment, whether you're still at school or in a working environment. Most environments are competitive because there's so many of us and so few opportunities. Um, And as a result, we can often try and sort of pigeonhole ourselves into certain categories basically like entering uh different categories of sports contests you know 
Are you going to be in the high jump or the sprint or, you know, the javelin? And because of that sort of streamlining of skills and talents, it often means that we're not fully getting to know who we are as individuals. I mean, maybe you might be someone who's great at javelin and also quite good at high jump. But sometimes we have to sort of like put ourselves into categories, which I think and 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 when we're in those categories, we end up kind of losing sight of um our whole selves because we're having to compete and we're having to stay focused and that guest from episode ninety four really talks about having to shut herself off in order to be part of the race you know, the medical school race. Um, And that guest actually was really interested in literature and creative pursuits. And, you know, she just couldn't follow those passions of hers whilst at medical school because she would have just dropped off the um, achievement board, essentially, if she had devoted less time to her medical school work. So I think it can be really tricky um, and it's self-doubt that can sort of constantly make you feel guilty or even ashamed that you are that you have more dimensions to yourself than people often realize Uh, I don't know how many people I've met who are not pursuing their genuine talents because their talents are not cool enough or accepted or popular enough or I don't know the opportunities to develop their talents are not there and so self-doubt can really fuel that lack of pursuing some true inner qualities and can actually sort of mean that a lot of your deep down skills lay undiscovered, which uh, I think is a terrible shame. But I think also when you do go through periods of self-doubt, you know, if you do get really, really down about it, as my guest in episode 94 experienced, it can take you to quite a low place um, I started suffering from depression, then there was insomnia, and then anxiety. It was exhausting, to be honest. I mean, every single day I would wake up and I would think, what am I doing with my life? Why am I doubting myself? But then I used to reach college and then look at the girls around me and the students around me, and I would instantly be put down. I'd be like, Everything, whatever I would think before leaving the house, I'd be like, no, today is a new day. I will just go there and I will get through my classes. But as soon as I would enter college, uh, I would look around girls and uh, everyone used to be busy in books and studying. And that was life. That's all. Our life in two years of intermediate just revolved around books Mm. and nothing else. If you push through it and learn from it you can actually gain from it it can be you know there's a saying that there's a gift the gift of desperation or as jk rowling put it in her harvard commencement speech rock bottom became the foundations upon which i built um herself or something like that 
And so, you know, getting to a low point because of self-doubt can actually be the rocket fuel you need to be able to propel yourself into even higher and better dimensions. And that same guest from episode 94, as a result of going through her self-doubting experiences, was able to give such great advice. Well, I would probably tell them to not doubt themselves. If they are entering into STEM, they need to leave their insecurities behind and not doubt yourself, be strong and trust. Trust your friends to be there to hold your back, you know, because this field is definitely not easy. You're going to have, uh, you're going to walk into walls and you're going to have those days when you won't get any ideas about work. And you'll definitely have those days when you'll feel lazy to even open a book. But it's all right. It's completely all right if you don't open a book on a day or if you just spend your day binge watching Netflix or anything. But, um, you know, you will be able to get through it if you just don't push yourself too hard. You just need to go easy on yourself. It sounds like my guest got so anxious and low as a result of her self-doubt that she had to find ways and strategies to actually come to a place of self-love and self-care. And from what she advises to other women in STEM or other people, it's that, you know, you should go easy on yourself and not push yourself too hard because actually sometimes pushing ourselves so hard is not actually worth the effort because you're miserable. And even though she may have gone through tough times with learning that, it sounds like she came out winning in the end. Seeing as we all do experience self-doubt from time to time, whether you're a man, a woman, older, younger, whatever the case may be, I think what is always essential in life is to have people in your corner, people who love you and people who you love, people that have really got your back and are in your corner. And I think the more support and encouragement and the more people you have that believe in you, the less you experience self-doubt. Self-doubt seems to come from a place where you don't really feel like anyone gets you or that maybe you're alone or the odd one out or some kind of imposter. And what I love about my guest from episode 97 is that she really had that support where what she was choosing to do with her life just wasn't questioned. And so there was never even a doubt in my mind as far as, you know, from them that that wouldn't happen. They were just like, absolutely, of course, you're going to be a doctor. Um, and so I think having that type of support behind yeah. me and the um, belief in me that I could do it helped to, to give me the skills necessary. So this isn't about eliminating self-doubt. I think we always will experience self-doubt in one way or another but this is about coping with self-doubt it's about saying yeah you know from time to time I do have self-doubt and that is completely normal and it's completely human but having people that are in your corner saying yes I know you're having a bit of a wobble and I know you're wondering if you can actually do this but I'm there 
believing in you. I know you can do this. You know, kind of like a coach is so useful in terms of getting through those wobbly times. And my guest from episode 97, she really sort of found a strategy that works for her, which involved not just people supporting her and also allowing herself to have those wobbles, but doing something about it. The way that I overcome it, though, is really by working even harder. In my opinion, nothing is better than hard work. I meet people all the time who are super smart. They don't need to study. Things come easily. They don't have to put in the hours. You know, yes, people like that do exist. But generally, what I've seen is that all the people that have really realized their dreams have worked so hard to get it. And, you know, hard work can be a pleasure because when you are pursuing something that you're really, really passionate about, that your heart is really in, it doesn't actually feel like hard work. It is just a pure pleasure to be completely and utterly immersed in the things that you love. And then there are people like my guest in episode 99 who actually just want to prove a point. B. So there are some stereotypes that I, I encounter that I have to break down. And my approach has typically been to, you know, overwhelm people with my energy and to, to show them, look, you may have your doubts. You may not be convinced yet, but just watch, like just pay attention to what I'm doing and, and, and judge me based on what I can do and what I can accomplish and how I convey my ideas. And maybe you will see that it doesn't matter that I'm maybe early in my career or that I'm a woman or that I don't have 20 years of polar science experience. Um, maybe, and so I try to approach life and work in that way. And I try to remind, I, I don't actually have to remind myself um, because it's every day of my life that I'm thinking about what type of opportunities I have. But I'm very fortunate. I, and I think, you know, if you're aware of the world, not just your small community, not just the upbringing that you have, but you really pay attention to what else is happening around the world. I would have to say that I am I live a life with opportunities and luxuries that are probably not afforded to more than a third of the world's population, if not more. Mm. So what can I complain about? I think what I love about that guest from episode 99 is that she really has a global perspective and she really understands how she fits into that global perspective. She wants to prove the naysayers wrong but at the same time, she gets so much pleasure from proving those people wrong because she's following her passions. And she also backs it up with hard work, but also substance, because I think a lot of people have doubt because they don't really have the inner confidence, um, that true, authentic, genuine conviction that what they're doing is the right thing and you know oftentimes when I've had a bit of self-doubt it's been because somewhere deep in my heart I felt like I'm not quite ready to do something or I don't quite have the skills 
And I know that that can be quite a feminine trait. You know, it's that old example of uh, a job interview requiring 10 skills and men having six of them and thinking, yeah, I'll totally apply for that job. And then a woman having nine out of 10 of those skills and saying, oh, I don't have that one skill, so I better not apply. And, you know, it's self-doubt that makes that woman not apply for a job that she's got nine out of 10 skills for. And it's an inner knowing that makes a man want to apply for that job that he's got six out of 10 of the skills for. And I think, you know, the difference between those two characters is self-belief. You know, it's factually, uh, you may or may not have the skills, but to have that kind of lack of self-doubt and to believe that you can do something and that you can strive to get those skills no matter what, is really what propels people. You know, not many people get propelled by self-doubt. And if they do, it's short-lived. It can be very kind of uh, short-term propulsion rather than like an overall sort of approach, which is, I can do this. I may not have the skills right now, but I can do this. So somewhere embedded in there is the ability to push yourself in directions despite the self-doubt. So it's saying, okay, I have self-doubt, but I'm going to do this anyway. And I think that can be really attractive to people because that's kind of confidence, isn't it? It's having confidence in ourselves makes others have confidence in us. And that's why my guest from episode 87 thinks that self-doubt is actually not a negative thing. Self-doubt is not a negative thing as long as you don't, uh, you don't let it take over your, your ability to think and act. But mm. it's good to always like, you know, question yourself if you're doing the best thing you can do with your time, with your capabilities. Mm. If you make the right decision or if you make mistakes, go back and try and fix them. If it affects people at work, apologize. Self-doubt is, is not a bad, uh, it's not particularly a bad uh, uh, thing uh, to have. It's, uh, but I, I, always, I always doubt myself. I cannot say every day, but very often. <laughs> so you know what? Turn self-doubt into a positive thing. When you're feeling a bit wobbly about whether you can do something or not, tell yourself, you know what, I'm feeling self-doubt, but I'm going to do something anyway. You know, as my guest from episode 79 says, turn self-doubt into a challenge. Self-challenge. I wouldn't call it self-doubt. I'd call it self-challenge because it's more positive. Mm. It's more like we can do better. I need to do this better. I think it can go further. Um, and that, that probably some professions really, and most professions would... Uh, would, uh, would benefit from something like that, would benefit from that self-challenge that an individual brings to the table. And you have to be in that sphere of self-challenge, self-comparison. You have to compare yourself to only your next best self. Um, and that takes away the whole social media aspect as well. Don't look at someone else, just compare yourself. Are you better than what you were yesterday and what you are doing today? You know, self-doubt really doesn't have to be something that holds us back. It can be something 
that propels us into a higher, stronger dimension. It can make us reach heights within ourselves that we never thought we were capable of. And I think the key is to just push through it and to not be weighed down by self-doubt, but to use it as stepping stones to being the best versions of yourselves. Thank you so much for listening this week. Please do subscribe to this podcast and rate and review if you can. I'd love to have your feedback about this episode and to others that you've listened to and any suggestions for future topics for this show. It's all about self-discovery and evolution on innovation. So if there are any issues which you feel are holding you back from living to your fullest potential, I'd love to delve into that by drawing on the wisdom and experiences of my amazing guests from Silence. Be kind and loving to yourselves and I wish you all a great week.